Hello, my name is Rena Stangolini, and I'm a runner at White Plains High School. This podcast is an insider's look at my team. For each episode, we'll run through practices and meets. You'll be introduced to the coaches and other athletes. This is The Runaround with Rena. Hi everyone, we're here with Abby and we have a crazy and almost unbelievable podcast topic to talk about today. We are talking about an underground track meet and literally underground. This past week we had two meets, one on Wednesday, one on Saturday. They were held in the Palisades parking garage. So, hi Abby. Hi Rena, thank you for having me. Thank you for agreeing to talk about this weird track meet that we both went to. Yeah. No problem. I mean, it was a crazy one, for sure. (laughs) Yes, as one of my teammates said, it is a a once-in-a-lifetime experience. For us, it was a a twice-in-a-lifetime experience, as my coach said. We honestly, we did not see this happening. Didn't think we'd have any more meets. This was our last week of the season. We didn't think we'd have any meets. And if we did, we thought we'd be going up to Milton, actually. Because they had opened, and they were running meets up there, but we were like that's where we would go. So we weren't expecting to run in a parking garage and they honestly did not start running meets in the Palisades parking garage until about a week ago. So all of these meets were super, super last minute, but they were well organized. And we, my teammates and I on Miles Split saw all like the, in Low Hud, we saw the articles talking about running meets in the Palisades garage. And I was like, oh my goodness, like that is so funny. I was just like reading the article all about it. And I'm like, oh wow, like that's an interesting place to have a track meet. And little did we know we'd be running there twice. So, so I guess we'll start off with kind of like what it was. So the garage is big. Let's just state that first. It was big, very big. There are some parts where it was like, you'd look off into the distance and it would just fade into darkness and you couldn't see anything past that. The part we were in was well lit. It was closed off, so there was nobody on that parking level. And if you know the Palisades, for those of you who are local, it's a big, ginormous mall. So, of course, the parking garage has to be really, really big. So it was big enough to hold a 300-meter track, oval track, and then lots of space for teams to sit elsewhere. And then, of course, lots of warm-up spaces. Yeah, as Rena said, it was a 300-meter track. It was outlined with cones, which is very interesting. The ground was relatively even, although there were some places where, you know, there was, you know, a little bit of a bump and then there were like holes here and there. So runners had to watch out for that. So I guess it was also kind of an obstacle course, if you think about it that way. (laughs) The line was taped or painted on. I forget which one. Um, There weren't lanes, specific lanes, so runners just had to spread themselves apart. And on Wednesday, they actually just timed us with a stopwatch. But on Saturday, we were lucky enough to get the automatic timing in, so that's good. The teams were separated into their own little boxes where they could congregate and, you know, do what a team does. And because the parking lot is so big, there's so much space to warm up. So that was definitely a plus side. It's almost eerie how big the parking lot is because you can go to the far end of the parking lot and you won't even hear what's going on down by the oval track. So 
it's a very interesting experience. Thankfully, um, it gives us, you know, nice protection from the elements. It's not as cold as it is outside. The smell, it could be a little bit better. Um, parking garage, smells get trapped down there. So, you know, there was a lingering scent of just gasoline and <laughs> fumes, which once you started running, you didn't mind as much, but it was most certainly there. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Going back to the weather, that was probably the most important thing because all the Westchester teams was looking for a venue that would replace the armory virtually because the armory is temporarily distributing vaccines, so it's not open for races. And I think three or four of our meets got canceled due to snow. We just got, this year was crazy. We just got snowed out, snowed out, snowed out. The most snow we've had in years, literally. So a lot of our meets got canceled and a lot of our practices got canceled. Um, so to be able to run a meet underground, dry, weather independent conditions you know it was probably the most ideal situation we could ask for I forgot to mention yeah you're right Abby there were no lanes on the track and I don't think it was too much of a big deal for the distance people but for the sprinters they were like telling them try to stay in a straight line as you run and you know I mean I have trouble staying within the lines on track when there's lines but then imagine like sprinting trying to stay in a straight line I bet that must have been hard it was kind of like quiet walking down there like usually when you think of a track meet you think of it as loud you know you hear everybody you know cheering for people and of course there was people cheering but we were walking as a team and we were you know talking getting off the bus we were loud and suddenly we get down there and it's like a quiet little you know hush that falls over us and we're like this is really weird like it's we had to be a little quieter than usual. We got in there and there's caution tape. As Abby said, the whole place was boxed off so each team could have their own little box. Um, so they strung caution tape. So it was kind of like a little bit like a crime scene because there was tons and tons and tons of caution tape all around the parking garage. Our pre-meet expectations. So we, I had one meet at the beginning of January and then our team didn't officially race until about January 22nd. I think that's the date of our first official meet. And these um, meets were February 24th and February 27th. So we had about a month in between our last meet. And that combined with not having practice because of the snow, we were not in race shape at all. Um, we had, of course, um, we went out, we did runs independent of practice when practice got canceled because it was too cold or rainy or snowy. But we were not ready for a meet at all. Um, but I think our team did really good considering we had not had practice. Um, so we were kind of going in there like this was our last meet of the season. And we were kind of going in there to, I wouldn't say have fun, but like, you know, do our best, but also realize that we're not going to be running our PRs, enjoy the relays, enjoy cheering for our teammates, and then just enjoy the racing. Um, so I didn't have a lot of high expectations in terms of time, more so in terms of just getting back into racing, enjoying the last few moments of my indoor season. What about you, Abby? What were your pre-race and pre-meet expectations? Well, going into the races, I honestly didn't expect much. Uh, Wednesday's meet was the first race I've had in a year. So i quite literally have it raced before Wednesday I hadn't raced since 
February, end of February last year. So um, if you can only imagine, that's a lot of time. And I almost had forgotten what it was like to feel the nervousness and, you know, the expectation and the anticipation, the pressure that comes with racing. But then, like, I had to remind myself that it's a Palisades parking garage. It's my first race in a while. So instead of expecting to race a certain time, I thought of it as like, you know, I'm going to go run out there and have fun. And whatever time I have is a good baseline for the rest of my training. And honestly, during the season, we had many very good workouts, but because the track was snowed over and it has been cold, uh, the track wasn't cleared for us to do, you know, those key sprint workouts that we usually do that really help propel us to faster times. And I mean, how much faster could we have gotten on a cement parking garage track? I'm not really sure, but I'm just glad to have run, glad to have raced. Wednesday, I ran the 15 and the 8, which were pretty good races. It was kind of like an eye-opener to where I was, but I didn't let that get the best of me. And then Saturday, I ran 3,000, and I felt definitely a lot stronger than I was on Wednesday. There was a little bit of an issue with the lap counting. They had run the the boys 3,200 meter race and the girls 3,000 together. And I guess the lap counter had miscounted the amount of laps I ran. So I ended up racing one short of the full 30, full 3,000. So yeah, I mean, it was a little sad, but then again, I wasn't too pressed about it as it, like, I mean, it's tough times for everyone. I'm just glad to have just gone out there. Um, they gave me an estimated time, which was pretty good. Again, nothing that I would have wanted to race, but considering that I'm not really in my best shape, it's not bad. <laughs> not bad at all. Yeah, and especially considering it's a cement and we weren't allowed to have spikes. Like for distance people, that doesn't make too much of a difference compared to sprinters. But, you know, we also, we like to have our spikes for a reason. So finding the traction on the cement track was is definitely difficult. And then just adjusting mentally, because it's a 300 meter track. So we're so used to running on a 200 meter track for indoor and a 400 meter track and outdoor. RCC has a 250 meter track so that's weird this 300 meter track was a little bit different you know we had to judge mentally okay here's my splits for the 300 and got to figure out like how am I gonna distribute my energy now in terms of okay I got my first lap down which is full of adrenaline my second lap is gonna be like you know holding that pace third lap is pushing fourth lap is just all out sprint but it's also like these laps are longer they're not just 200 meter they're 300 meter um, so even our races were different with that track. So we had a 4x3 and a 4x6 in place of the 4x2 and 4x8, I guess, or 4, I guess. <laughs> it replaces one of those. So that was kind of fun because many of us had never run a 4x6 before. I think the only time I ran it was RCC my freshman year. So I'd really not run a 4x6 open and you know, you really don't get to run a 4x6 relay. So this was one of a kind too. And then a 4x3 relay, which I didn't get to run, but a couple of my teammates did. That's also like, where else are you going to run that? Because 
this is a unique track, so we had to make it work. So those distances were fun and different to run with. And it was nice, I guess we'll touch back on this, these meets were bigger. So we'd had one meet before this, which was us versus New Rochelle, maybe 40 kids there. But with these meets, we had over, I would say over 200 because each team was allowed to bring 40 kids and we had about six or seven teams. So if I do my math right, it's over 200-ish, I think. (laughs) It's a lot of kids. So we got to have really great competition. With that, we had some, we had really great competition there because there's so many different people and we got to run with people we'd usually run with, but this year with COVID, we didn't get to run with. So it was great being back in races of 12, 13 other people so we could work on, you know, race strategy, you know, moving up because we were not used to that since we were running with just one other team. For those of you who can't see me, I'm wearing my underground track club t-shirt that they were selling there on Saturday, which I was like, you know what, I gotta get a t-shirt because this needs, I need to remember this for the rest of my life because this is gonna be crazy. I'm just gonna touch back on the mental aspect of it. So I think, honestly, I think it helped that the track is bigger than the one at the armory because of just like how many laps it is at the armory compared to what it was in the parking lot because for at least for the longer distance events it kind of drastically cut down the amount of laps you had to do even though it was the same distance so just mentally just having an even number of laps to run kind of helped or at least helped me plan out my race a little bit more and maybe run a smarter race than if I were to run it at the armory I would kind of have to estimate you know what I have left to kick at this certain part of a race where I was with this, it's like, okay, first lap all out cruising and then all out again for the last lap. So I guess that did really help. And then in terms of like flats, waffles, we couldn't use spikes, which for distance runners isn't much of a disadvantage. But I have to say like, there were so many falls. (laughs) There was a lot of falls at the track. And falling on cement is never pretty. Falling just even in general on any track is not that fun. So, I mean, kudos to them for getting back up and running. It's okay, everyone there ran their best. Uh, there were definitely some strong racers there. Put up some very interesting competition. And there were teams that we usually would never run with. I'm not really sure. I could be wrong. It was, it was interesting. Everyone was creating a very positive environment made a couple of friends there and you know it's like we're all in this together you know everyone's experiencing the same thing doesn't matter if you're uh, in tip-top shape or not everyone was racing at the same place basically at the same time just experiencing these crazy times together it's just it's nice knowing that you're not the only one in that situation and for sure I mean today my teacher was like I saw you guys on the news I mean, how, what was it like? Exactly how it sounds, just racing on a parking lot track. So very thankful for this um, opportunity. Yes, these will be meets to remember. We will be telling our kids, telling, literally, I think we'll be speaking about these meets um, for the next at least 10 years, if not the rest of our lives, um, you know, running down there. I mean, when we first heard about it, we were like, this is very sketchy. Getting down there, still pretty sketchy. But, you know, I guess 
when we saw the, when we had, because the second meet we had was timed automatically. It was a little less sketchy with that. But, you know, it was definitely a way to end off the season. Let's just say that. Got two more races in, which is the more races, the better. We ended off our season with two great meets. Lots of fun times, lots of memories made. And if you see our times, just know that they were run in a parking lot. So don't don't expect them to be fast. So right now we are in off season while the fall two sports go on. So I guess they're the higher risk fall sports that are happening now. We have a chance to have five meets with Harrison during this off season thing. I guess we'll register unattached since we're not in season. They'll be held at Harrison High School, which is super close, the next town over basically. Um, So those are voluntary. See what happens with those. Hopefully those will go off without a hitch. And then come April, I think it's 19th. Um, don't quote me on that, somewhere in April, we'll be starting off our outdoor season, which is looking to be super excited. Laux is seeming to come into fruition. All the coaches and the superintendent, the athletic director, they're finding a way to put it on as safely as possible, but still have a really great and competitive meet. So we're looking forward to a lot of great things, and we've had a great indoor season. So, you know, we're just going to keep running and see where it takes us. So thank you so much. I don't have anything else. Abby, if you want to add anything. Just a thank you to all the coaches, to all the runners, you know. Just being able to scrape up those last two meets is just, it really means a lot. Even if they're not in the most ideal conditions, it means a lot to at least have something to base your season off of. Or maybe not even base your season off of, but just to even have a season as small as it was, it was still great. So yeah. Yes. Thank you so much, Abby, for coming and doing this quick podcast with me. And I wish you well in your training during off-season. Yes, you too. Thank you. The Runaround with Rena is created by me. Follow my podcast on Twitter at Rena's Runaround. Stay tuned for the next episode.